This episode of The Diablo Show is brought to you in part by patreon.com slash frogpants. It's a great place for you to throw a little bit of cash our way. Let's say a buck a month. That's nothing. Just think of all the dumb things you couldn't spend that money on. It's so easy. Three, four clicks and you're in. Come over here to patreon.com slash frogpants and do it today. One of my problems I'm having in that uh, Heroes of the Storm alpha there, which I know some of you belong to and many of you do not, but uh, the problem I'm running into is I desperately feel like playing nothing but Diablo characters in it. So, I mean, the first pack I bought was the Diablo, uh, what do you call it? The the just starter, whatever pack. It was, um, I want to say it came with, <laughs> I don't remember who's in there. Tyrael's in there. Uh Oh, the witch doctor and one other one who I haven't played yet. And I forgot who that is. Somebody kind of tanky, I think. Or may, well, whatever. I don't, uh, what's his name's kind of tanky too. But anyway, you got Teriel with that pack. And with that pack came his skin, which is his demonic skin, which is super rad. And I've been playing him a whole bunch. And I find myself, so I'll see these other deals on characters and stuff. And it'll say, hey, you get the uh, Starcraft pack or the World of Warcraft the you know sudden strike pack or whatever and all these things have big discounts on them so it seems like a pretty good time to get in if you're going to get in and i know a lot of people just went and bought everything they get their hands on i couldn't do that nor could i justify such a, a move so instead i purchased this 18 dollar uh, diablo pack and it occurred to me i just love diablo to the point that even in other games i just want to do things that are like them or or come from it you know and playing Tyrael in his you know sweet armor great wings all the things he does he floats around by the way hovers everywhere he goes is a real treat i talked about last week how the the demon hunter lady is a little too um what's the word she's her stuff got she has these abilities and powers that are literally taken lifted from diablo but again they're hard to Pull off in the same way because the control system's different. The speed of the thing is different. Really throws you off. But because uh, Tyrael's like a new guy, you've never gotten to play him before. I mean, that's not a thing you've been able to do in any Diablo game. He's all fresh and new. And I'm digging it, man. I didn't try. I don't. Asmodam may be the greatest thing ever, but I've not tried him yet. So I have no opinion other than that little intro I played at the beginning is rad. The video is really cool. If you haven't seen it, you should go check it out. Uh, but all hail Asmodan, all hail the Diablo characters as they enter into the fray that is Heroes of the Storm.
All right. Well, let's just get into it this week. By the way, I don't want to sound like your parents here, but I'm very disappointed in some of you. You didn't send any calls this week. What's going on? I mean, I know it's a little bit bit of a, 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 a wiener week for news and stuff in the world of Diablo, but come on, man. I count, I count on you guys. The lifeblood. But I also realize we're in a weird period here where there's not going to be a ton of news. They save a lot of stuff until BlizzCon, which is great. We'll be there. Can't wait to hear what they say. Uh, you know, there's no big patches on the on the horizon. We kind of don't know what the future of the game is. So I understand. I get it. And you've all asked me many questions. Perhaps you've run out. Maybe there are no more questions. If one of those questions was, hey, will Dead Mouse ever join Thursday stream over on uh, Blizzard's site? And the answer to that is yes. Joel Zimmerman, a.k.a. Dead Mouse, a.k.a. on my list of three possible people that will probably play at BlizzCon. He's, he's one of my guesses for musical act. I still haven't announced that as of today's recording. He was on the stream. They played hardcore. It looked like fun. They didn't really reveal many. There aren't a lot of new things happening in that stream other than, you know, hey, check it out. It's Dead Mouse, and he's cool. I like him. I think he called the show once, as you all know. Some people say it isn't him, but I think it was him. Anyway, there, uh, not a lot came out of that other than, hey, Dead Mouse, what's going on? Good to have you on. Let's play some Diablo. And that's probably just fine because, again, what is there to say? There's not a lot of new stuff right now. There's there's swag you can pre-purchase for BlizzCon exclusives. So if you have, I think, is the deal you have to have a ticket to get the deals, to get the stuff early? I think that was part of the deal. Anyway, that stuff's up there now. Other than that, man, not a lot going on. But there's always a little something in the blue posts, like this one. Somebody who would, uh, had made the suggestion, and others were jumping on the bandwagon, suggesting that seasonal difficulty and regular difficulty on the PC version of the game were different, that seasonal was easier and normal was was uh, harder. And the thinking behind that was, or at least what they were saying might be the reason for that would be, is that Blizzard was secretly trying to get people to do more and more of the seasonal content and ignore their regular characters and not start regular characters as a way to jumpstart this feature. And that that by doing, you know, having a small, unreported difficulty drop for seasonal would somehow encourage people to play. Blizzard jumped in, interrupted that thread, and said the following. Quote, just want to jump in here and confirm that enemy difficulty is the same for season and non-season. While access to certain season-only care, or excuse me, legendary items might make it easier to create specific builds, neither the monsters themselves nor how they scale between difficulty level changes uh, changes at all. Hope that answers the question. It does, and it makes sense. Something people don't really uh, think about is these seasonal exclusive legendaries are pretty awesome and some of them are kind of i i would only argue in a few cases a little op and if you're wearing something that's a little op and you know what you're doing well buy gum it might seem easier by the time you get wearing it and uh, get through the levels right you might seem like things are a little easier that makes sense to me it should make sense to you great breakdown of how randomness works in the game today and again this came to uh, in response to a poster who was asking the question 
Well, basically, they weren't even asking a question. They were making the statement. GR, meaning greater rifts, is mostly luck. At a certain level, though, if your hero is strong, then yeah, I think he meant strong, then yeah, you don't need the luck. But the top 10 of a class is most certainly based on luck in greater rifts. In other words, greater rifts are not so much... I mean, they're a challenge to your your gearing and your abilities and your all that, right? It is that. For sure it is that. But it is tweaked either a little or a lot or somewhere in between by randomness, by luck. I don't think anybody's denying that. Blizzard's response kind of agrees with what I'm saying. It says, in general, we use randomness in Diablo 3 to, uh, to increase replayability. Greater rifts included. At this time, we don't want greater rifts to be so random, it feels like your success is complete. Uh, sorry, is completely at the mercy of a random number generator. Ideally, the randomness within greater rifts should keep each rift level feeling fresh and provide some unexpected moments of excitement as well as test how well the player is able to adapt to controlled amounts of unpredictability, i.e. the randomness. At the moment, though, we do feel, uh, feel randomness plays too heavy a role in greater rifts and we'll be making improvements along those lines. No firm date on this yet but wanted to let you guys know we're on the same page. Valid feedback and thanks. Two things I gained from that. One, you're never going to take all of the randomness out of this game, no matter what new mode you add or no matter what you do to the game. That is part of Diablo. It has been from the beginning. It remains so today. And I don't want a Diablo game where it is not uh, celebrated. I mean, we're not having a party, but you know what I mean. That's, that's Diablo. Welcome to Diablo, everyone. There's random things in it, okay? That's number one. Number two, I continue to be impressed with how the Diablo team handles questions like this. Most of the questions they get are seem so like passive-aggressive and angry and weird and assumptive and, and stuff a lot of the time. And they're always just, this is great, valid, very valid feedback. Thank you for bringing it up. Here's what we're thinking. Uh, or no, we disagree and here's why. Like they've they've really mastered that that stuff. And I appreciate it as a player who, you know, I want the real dirt. I want the skinny. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Did you hear about this? Two players accidentally, not accidentally, already (laughs) unlocked. This happened actually on the 10th, so it's a little bit old, but uh, unlocked every Diablo 3 season one achievement. Quite the feat. I read about this in Kotaku. And for a feature that only launched, what, late August on PC? Two guys managed by the 10th to climb at the top and get every single one of the achievements. That's 7,880 points in total. Uh, one of them has a name, Micah. He's in the U.S. side of Battle.net, currently on Paragon level 515, meaning uh, a demon hunter. And the other one is a guy named Bunka, or could be a girl, I'm not sure. He or she is on the EU side, also playing with the demon hunter on Hardcore. Uh, there's still a lot of talk about how Demon Hunters are in seasonal play a little OP right now. And that seems to support that. If you're two, two of your best players in the world are both Demon Hunters. I mean, it could be common, you know, whatever. I'd like to see who the, like the top five are. And if they're all running Demon Hunters, something's wrong. That would be bad. Oh, what else? How about some vault talk? Patrick from Monmouth, Oregon wrote in. Says, hey, Scott, really enjoy the show. Not sure how a game-specific show would be worthwhile, but I think you've done such a great job with its continual updates uh, to Diablo that they're making and the content stays fresh every week. Well, this week's a little slow, but whatever. 
I'm a PS4 Diabloer. Is that a word? Is that a name? And I have a lot of stuff figured out, but I love the tips and tricks, i.e. shortcuts and stuff that you that your listeners and you give out. Is there a link to something that has a rundown of tips and tricks for common Diablo lingo? That would be awesome. Also, just last night I found the vault and had 2 million going in and 21 million going out. Crazy. It just so happened I have a level 48 friend who joined me in the vault and he went from 400k gold to 12 million. Love the game and the show. Patrick von Monmouth, Oregon. Monmouth. Or is it Monmouth? Mon- Monmouth. Anyway, sounds like one of the prime evils, doesn't it? Let me tell you the tale of Monmouth. There was a time when he and Asmodan played with each other's nipples. All right. <laughs> I'm not even sure that sounded like Dean Kane or Dean Kane. <laughs> it sounded like Deckard Kane. <coughs> kind of losing my mind. Uh, nice job on the gold. Nice job on the vault. And thanks a lot for rubbing it in because continually I'm reminded that I have not been in there yet. And I'm with you that some of these cool keyboard things are out there and that they're cool and that we just don't hear about them. The funny thing is it's all in your options, most of it. Uh, if you go to your key binding settings, you'll see a lot of stuff. You're like, oh, that's what that does. Okay, cool. That's one way to find out. And then just in the general interface stuff and, you know, all that, they're all in there. I mean, knowing that the G key throws down the throws down the flag so people know where you're at, uh, that's in there. You just never notice it, right? Because you're not looking. Uh, so I don't know of a definitive place for all of those shortcuts and stuff. Like, here's the one website to go to. I'm sure plenty have it listed. But that's what I'd recommend. Just go in there and dink around in the key settings. That's how I'm learning a lot of this stuff. We have one that's coming up here in a minute that I had no idea about, which we'll talk about in a second. Okay? Just hold on to your butts. All right, I got an admonition from a listener uh, named John, if that is your real name. Who says this? I need to be careful upgrading my gems at lower levels in rifts. Uh, greater rifts, that is. He says this, Scott, heads up. There's a bit of a balance with leveling those gems. Because I was saying last week, level the gems. Don't worry about leveling your stone, right? Who cares? Just stay it around whatever your your qualifying level is every, every time you use a stone and just stay in the greater rift and kill that way. But he says the percent chance of success depends on the difference between your gems level and the level of the greater rift. If you're trying to upgrade your gem to level 20, don't expect it to do that on a level 5 uh, grift or, you know, greater rift. So, in other words, don't do it there because you're going to have a way less chance of the gem doing the upgrades at the end. And, I, you know, I've seen this. At level 9, it's a little spotty. At 10 and 12, it's been a little better. I'm still working my way up. Relax, all you level 30 people out there. Just relax. I know. I know you're all super hardcore and have a ton of time during your day. I get it. I'm getting there. I'm working on it. Anyway, there's a whole table available for how this all works at DiabloWiki.net slash legendary underscore gems. And uh, he shared that as well. Thank you for that. He also says, I think I stole your treasure realm because I've had one preseason and one in-season. Yet you still have more gold than me. Love the show, John. Yeah, I have a bunch of gold, but I earned it the hard way, man. I don't, I've never once been able to go in there. I have a couple of trinkets and things and a Paragon build that I'll run when I'm on my own where I really maximize out gold find and stuff. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm, I don't know why I can't get in there. I keep, I, I'm, I, you know, I see, keep seeing the goblins. I keep doing what I got to do to get them. Nothing else matters. I mean, I could have four yellow dudes 
and three packs of blue elites chasing me and I will still ignore that business and get to the freaking dude and take him down and then still nothing. So I, I don't know what else to do except I guess the minute I let down my guard, I'll probably get it. Here's what you should probably do. Not play Diablo 3 before too long. Uh, or you'll end up like this poor guy uh, who's uh, a Taiwanese man who was in an internet cafe, internet cafe in southern Taiwan around noon last Friday. He was 18, year old, 18 years old. He, he went in there about noon that time, played two days without stopping to eat. Two straight days, most of those two days. On Sunday morning, an employee of the cafe entered the cafe, entered the room to check on the man and found him resting at a table. Shortly after being roused, the man collapsed and was later pronounced dead at a local hospital. This is the first time we've heard of these, right? They're like StarCraft people, a lot of Southern Korean stuff that happened, uh, some stuff in Hong Kong. Got a guy in Hong Kong that played six-hour stints of Diablo 2 in an internet cafe. Uh, they say that even though it was only six hours, it contributed to his death. 2002, South Korean man died after 86 uninterrupted hours of gameplay. We don't know what he was playing. Uh, same month, 27-year-old Taiwanese man that same year, 36 or sorry, 32 hours before succumbing to death by exhaustion. Probably Diablo or uh, StarCraft II is my guess. Uh, yeah, this, that's a lot. Don't do that, okay? These games are great, and I love them, man, but what are you doing? What are you doing? Don't do that to yourself. All right, I told you I'd give you a little trick here. This comes in the form of an email. It came from Galahad, who said, How to ignore those gems. Oh, intriguing, right? Well, let's read on. Hey, Scott, love the show. Today I figured out something that may be obvious to many, but I never knew it existed. Ooh, we like these. Did you know when you're comparing items that contain gems, you can hold down the shift key and the tool will ignore the gems? So in other words, hover over the chest piece with the gem in it, hold down shift, and it's like, oh, well, that's what it would be without the gems. Here it is with them. Oh. Better yet, if you've got a piece in your inventory that has a gem in it and you've got a non-gemmed piece on you that seems like it might be better, but the gem may put the one in the inventory over the top, uh, you can do the same thing. Hover over that and it'll say, oh, this is that much better than the one I'm wearing with and without the gem. Or it's worse without it, or it's better without it, or it's aces and I don't need it, or I just need to shard it, or whatever. That's awesome. Did not know this was in here. He says, it's been a huge help in saving gold since I used to remove gems to compare items. And most times ended up slapping the same gem in the old item because the new item turned out to be not an upgrade. Uh, I'm not sure if you can do this on the console, though. I doubt it. I don't think that's possible. I say that, but then someone will probably show me that it is. They've been able to cram so much into that game. I'm always surprised how much the the console version has these these little tweakages. So we'd have to dig into that a little bit more. But uh, that's an awesome uh, heads up, man. Thank you for that. Again, holding shift over the gemmed items, you can now kind of compare things with and without gems. Finally, uh, somebody asked, this is an interesting question because I have never looked into this, but uh, somebody had asked a couple of times on the on the emails whether or not we'd ever seen any good apps for Diablo. And one of those emails goes like this. This is from Elliot Olson, who says, big fan of the show. I'm just returning to Diablo after a bit bit, and find myself wanting 
uh, an out-of-game app to help me track my character's progress and try out new builds. Do you know of anything like this? Well, here's the problem. The uh, Diablo slash Blizzard are not making anything like that, or they haven't yet, and I can't think of why they would. But there is something called the Diablo 3 Mobile Companion. And I tracked this down and kind of was impressed with how it looks, but the reviews are kind of crap. So I don't know what this means, but the screenshots look like it's taken straight out of the Armory app. Uh, this was created by Modus Create. And again, it's free. It would probably be because if they charged, you know, Blizzard would probably go after them. They did that back in the WoW. I don't know if you guys remember, but like WoW apps when it was early in the App Store days, iOS. Uh, they would shut those guys down. But basically, this thing lets you log into the mobile companion. I assume this now ties into the Diablo API, which Blizzard made uh, available to people on the web and stuff. And then that's what's tacking directly into your uh, account, but it's really just going to be that armory stuff information that's already part of your login on the on the Diablo site. They don't have a a way to get more than that. You know, they can see what runes you're using. They can you can see what passives, what what gear. Uh, that looks like a 3D model or at least a screenshot of your dude in your gear, and then sort of your the breakdown of your attack speed, strength, dexterity, intelligence, damage increase, blah blah blah, all that stuff, right? So that looks great to me, but the reviews are kind of poop. Now, when I say reviews, I should say the ratings. Um, the reviews themselves, I don't know, they range from, I don't know. They look like they're mostly three-star. A lot of people complain that it's hard to get in. Uh, it kicks you out a lot. And uh, they, a lot of people want a feature where you can look at other people and not just yourself. So anyway, I don't know if that one will do it for you or if that's multi-platform. That one's on iOS. I can't I can't really speak to what's available on uh on Android, but uh, sadly, that's about the best you got. There's a lot of other cool, like stuff in the App Store that, or was I should say, on iTunes in general that are Diablo related, especially all this, this music, like this one, the music of Diablo, 1996 to 2011. I want that album, the 15th anniversary. Ooh, ooh. Anyway, and of course, the two latest soundtracks are on there. But uh, yeah, I think that's about the best you're going to do. I apologize for not having more, but it would be cool, wouldn't it? Somebody make something awesome. Somebody get on that. What's the problem? I'm telling you, man, if I could program, I'd, be, I'd make all this stuff myself. I'd be making apps left and right, but I don't know how to do that stuff. So tough poo. Hey, look at this. End of show. I told you, a little light on news this week. There's just not a lot going on. I'm sure having fun in the game. I guess that's all that counts. If you're having fun in the game and then you find this show helpful to your fun in the game, go to Diablo Show or go get the... My, my brain's not working. Go get the Diablo Show Loot Pinata at frogpants.com slash store. Many of you have. More of you could. Uh, it's a great way to help the show and it gives you cool swag, including big album art, signed artwork from me, uh, coasters, prints, stickers. It's a loot bag. All right? So go check that out. Frogpants.com slash store. Or you can find more information about it at frogpants.com slash Diablo. We'll have links to all of that, including this episode and all archives, RSS feed, iTunes subscriptions, Stitcher subscriptions, or wherever you get your podcasts. RSS feed, if you just want to paste something into an app that you got, that's fine too. That totally works. Call us. We had no calls this week, you lazy sacks. 206-278-0553. That's 206-278-0553. Our email address, as always, is the Diablo Show at gmail.com. 
the Diablo Show at gmail.com. Uh, what else? At Diablo Show on Twitter. You can find me at Scott Johnson. And uh, if you support our Patreon, that helps a lot as well. Think about it like a buck a month. A month gets you the entire slate of Frog Pants Entertainment. I mean, it's a ripoff to me if you think about it, but that's all I'm asking. A buck. Holy crap. Or more if you want. It's all right there for you at frogpants.com. And uh, you can find links to it there or just go straight to patreon.com slash frogpants. It's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. The Nephilim Lutz, a greater rift boss. <laughs> Time to reap the treasures of battle. Arcane dust and common debris. What the fuck? And this has been a Random Geeks production. about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. <laughs>